On today's episode of Secrets of Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand, I got the chance to chat with Dr. Travis Ziegler. Really, really awesome conversation. Absolutely loved having him on the show. Awesome story as well. Went from uh, being a doctor, realizing that that's probably not what he wanted to do, to then uh, really trying to serve uh, the world through a bunch of different ways. And one of them was going and helping people uh, in places that needed eye care. And so, uh, you know, he started his own e-commerce store, um, started an agency just a a bunch of incredible things and I got a lot of gold out of this episode, and I'm obviously not going to share an episode that there isn't a lot of gold in with you guys. Uh, So I think you're really going to like this one. Today's episode of Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand is brought to you by Mindful Marketing. At Mindful Marketing, they use ads to get you off using ads. Most e-commerce brands rely heavily on Facebook, Google, Snapchat, Twitter, and all the other paid platforms for the majority of their revenue. At Mindful Marketing, they use paid ads to help you build a community of loyal and repeat customers that will exist long after Facebook and Google do. In fact, Mindful Marketing wants to offer you a free e-commerce growth plan that they normally charge $500 for. A recent growth plan customer said, our ROAS tripled overnight after implementing their tactics. These guys are no joke at Mindful Marketing Co. So go to mindfulmarketing.co slash grow to claim your free e-commerce growth plan today. Now on to today's episode. Right, I am here with Dr. Travis Ziegler. Travis, can I can I just call you Travis? Is that okay? Are we are you can we okay? Just call with me that? Travis, yeah. <laughs> uh, welcome to Secrets to Scaling Your E-commerce brand. Hey Jordan, thanks for having me on. Yeah, totally. So for our audience who may not know you, can you tell us a little bit about uh, your background, who you are, and what you do? Yeah, so I call myself a recovering optometrist. I am a real doctor. I got my training at Ohio State University and I got my doctorate of optometry in 2010. And I worked for my uncle for a while as you know an employee. And about four years into that, I realized that something was missing and I had to scratch this itch. So I did the three things you're not supposed to do. I quit my job. I moved across the country from Ohio to South Carolina and I started two practices. And that kind of- Oh, okay. These are practices. Okay. Yeah. Real practices, brick and mortar locations. And when you're starting out of practice, it's slow. So you're seeing about one patient an hour. And I came from a place that I was seeing five an hour. So it was a transition for me. And in that time, I started my first online brand and it's called I Love. We're still owners of it. My wife and I, my wife's also an optometrist. And we sell products that help people heal their dry eyes naturally. And so dry eyes like irritation, red eyes, painful eyes, styes, any problems with your eyelids, we help that with our products. And then we also teach them how to do it naturally. And, you know, as a result of the success we had with I Love, people started asking us to run their Amazon ads because we do three things really well. We build our audience, we run Amazon PPC, and we create content just like you and I are doing right now. So that's what we, that's the three things we focus on. And so people wanted us to help them with their Amazon PPC. And so we started an agency called Profitable Pineapple Ads. And now we have quite a few clients in that. And I started that with my two best friends from college. And here I am running a brand with my wife in I Love. And then we run the the Profitable Pineapple Ads agency for brands that want to scale on Amazon. So that's, that's kind of my story in a very short nutshell. And yeah, that's where we are today. Now, now I live in Austin, Texas. So I've been kind of around the US. Yeah, totally. Yeah. You've, you've bounced all, yeah, all around. Interesting. I've got one question that, that is not super related. Where'd you come up with that name? 
profitable pineapple ads? Yeah, 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 yeah. Where where'd this come from? You know, most agencies that are in this space are all about like scaling and have all these fancy names for going up and down and up and doing whatever. And so I was like, let's just name ourselves after a pineapple. And the reason we did a pineapple is because Design Pickle is an agency that does creative. And we saw them at Traffic and Conversion Summit. And out of the 500 booths that were there, they're the only booth that I remember because they gave out pickles and their name was Design Pickles. So I was like, I wanted to play off that a little bit. And so Profitable Pineapple was kind of that play. And we asked our audience like what they like best out of 10 names. That was the winner. That's great. That's great. That's a, that's exactly what I was looking for. So let's talk Amazon. I mean, people know um, me in particular and the brands that I own that I don't run them on Amazon, but I want to. <laughs> well, um, I can help you. <laughs> perfect. So l- let's talk about why should somebody list their products on Amazon versus just being direct to consumer. Cause I like, we know dr- why direct to consumer and being on, you know, your own Shopify store is so good, right? Like you own your customers. Why should somebody list on Amazon if they're doing just fine and, and are super profitable uh, on their own channel? Hey, if you're super profitable on Shopify or whatever website platform you're using and you're continuing to scale, then forget about Amazon. Don't even think about it because what you're doing is working. Continue to do what you're doing until it's until you kind of hit that plateau. Once you hit that plateau, then you want to start exploring new things. Most entrepreneurs, what they do is they try to go after every shiny object and that's why they plateau. They don't plateau mm. because they're doing what is working. They're actually plateauing because they're starting to chase other shiny objects when they should just be focusing on what got them there in the first place. For us, it was Amazon PPC. For you, it was direct to consumer. Yeah. But why you should be on Amazon? 50% of online sales are on Amazon right now, 50%. Yeah. <laughs> and that's just a massive amount. People go to Amazon to buy. They don't go there to browse. They don't go there to learn. They don't go there to distract themselves. They go there to buy. And so you're running Facebook ads to your Shopify store. You have a difficult job. You have to interrupt somebody's leisure time where they're trying to get away from the world by plugging into Facebook, trying to distract themselves. And you have to interrupt what they're doing to get them over to your website to buy something from you. That's very challenging. Google, they're searching for something. It could be they're doing research. It could be they're going to buy, but it's still not as as buyer intent. Whereas they go to Amazon, they go to buy. And 50% of traffic online is on Amazon, like I said earlier. And due to COVID, we're, we're having this nice, steady increase in online traffic and COVID hit. And we accelerated this line by 10 years. And Amazon Unreal. itself grew 75% last year. So Amazon went from, what were they doing? Let me let me look at my exact numbers. They went from two, 2019, they did 281 billion. They increased 75% to 490 billion in 2020. That was a massive increase. They were usually increasing 20% to 30% year over year. And they increased 75% from 281 billion, 490 billion. That's an absurd increase. And it was because of COVID and that's happening to your website. It's happening to my website. It's happening to us all because people have adapted online online ordering now. Whereas in- And it's not going back. I I truly believe it is not going back. It's, this is the way that the world is going to be now. So that was my, that was my long answer to why you should be on Amazon. <laughs> oh, I love it. I, it's it's great. Okay, so I'm I'm gonna ask you a few questions here. Um, and when I ask these questions, and people know who listen to this podcast, like I'm genuinely interested um, because of the brands that we own, right? Um, so I want to know how do you justify the PPC cost on Amazon as well as the cost from the fulfillment, right? And and Amazon's fees. How do you make that work and still be profitable at the end of the yep. day? So here's the cool part about like the brand I've built is we built it on Amazon. So we didn't know any better. We didn't know mm. that you could make more profit on Shopify. Like what? They don't take 15%? What? Yeah. They don't take this? It's 
you know, you just put that into your margin as an Amazon brand when you're going to sell on Amazon. And what I see some brands do when they focus on their Shopify and they, they list on Amazon is they'll increase their price on Amazon just to justify those fees. Amazon doesn't like that. You may not be ranked organically as a result of doing that, but you're on Amazon and that's what's important. Because another reason you should be on Amazon is because when I see your Facebook ad, I click over to your website, I find something that I like to buy. I go to Amazon first to see if it's there. And if it's there, I'm going to click that one button to check out. And it's shipped to my house in less than a day. Whereas mm. then on your website, I have to enter all my information again. Shopify is doing a great job with Shop Pay, Apple Pay, Google Pay, and yeah. PayPal, but it's still clunky. It still takes longer than Amazon. And so that's what people are doing. They're seeing your Facebook ad, they're going to Shopify, then they're going over to Amazon to buy. And that's, you just should be there and just raise your price if you have to. But yeah. We've always made our margin based on that Amazon fee. And so that's why we've never had a problem with justifying it. Now, regarding the PPC, that can be as expensive as you want it to be or as cheap as you want it to be, because it depends on how aggressive you want to be on Amazon. If you want to be organically ranking for the top keywords in your category, then it's going to get expensive. If you want to just go after your brand name, because people I guarantee are searching your brand name, no matter how small you are, yeah. then you're going to, it's going to be very affordable. And then there's everything in between. We have some clients that we, we work for or work on and all they want to do is go after their brand and that's okay. They're incredibly profitable and their ROAS is around, you know, a five to 10 and they love that. We have one client that's a 12 ROAS and yeah, that's kind of bragging that our agency is so great, but it's not really, we're just going after her brand names and that's it. And that's all yeah. she wants. She just wants profit. And if she ever wants to go after those category keywords, then her ROAS is probably going to go from a 10 to 12 to a one to two. And that's okay because it's there. Then you get ranked better organically, and then you get more organic sales as a result. And so to justify the PPC costs, it works however you want it to work. Similar to what you do on your website, when you're ready to push sales and scale, your ROAS is going to drop to one to two. Totally. But if you need to focus on profitability, you increase it to two to five. So it's very similar and everything, but people are going there to, to buy. Awesome. Yeah. So what's the easiest and most effective Amazon ad that you can create? Yeah. I kind of talked about it just a little bit is brand defensive ads. So, okay. So just the branded keywords. Yeah. So you're on Shopify and you don't want to focus on Amazon. You don't want to pay for me. You just go over there, list your products. Don't even worry about them. Just list them, send a couple into FBA and just do some advertising for your brand name. That's it. Protect that brand name. So when that person sees the Facebook ad and goes to your Shopify store and then goes over to Amazon to buy, you're showing up. Yeah. If you're not showing up, your competitor is, and they're going to buy your competitor instead. So let's talk more about non-branded keywords. I mean, I'm super interested in that. Where do you start with that? Like, do you go, I'm sure our audience knows all about Google, you know, Google search, right? I'm assuming that it's pretty similar to that. Are you going super broad at first or are you just really trying to target? Like, let's say that you've, you've, you've handled your branded keywords. What's the next step after that? Yeah, great question. And so your audience being Google people, long tail keywords, you have your main keyword, then try to find those really long tail ones that just kind of nobody's ranking on or nobody's trying to go for. And that's how you use Google to to get people onto your website. The same thing applies to Amazon. It just, the definition's a little different. And so a long tail keyword on Amazon, doesn't matter how many words is in it. doesn't matter how long it is. What matters is that it has a lower search volume and it does not have a lot of competition. And so an example I like to give is we sell sunglasses. And so when you search for polarized sunglasses for women, 600,000 searches a month, peak season, 1.2 million searches a month, highly competitive keyword. But if you go for polarized sunglasses for women with UV protection, not as competitive. So Mm. probably only gets 3000 searches per month and nobody's bidding on it. So I'm going to be paying like a dollar a click for that. Whereas in polarized sunglasses for women, five to $10 a click. And so what happens though, is when you go after those low longer tail keywords in the Amazon sense, 
you start to rank better for those big keywords. And eventually you may be able to go after those big keywords and be profitable. And so that's kind of the key is just doing great keyword research, just like you would on Google. It's just the definitions are a little different. You're not going after long tail word wise. You're going after long tail, which is lower search volume, lower co competition. And what we usually do is go after five to 10 of those at first, depending on the budget. Okay. And then we open it up from there. So those five to 10 keywords will then spit out more search terms which will then go after those. And it just kind of is this cycle that just keeps going round and round and round. And eventually you just create this flywheel that the momentum of the flywheel just keeps going. Very similar to any advertising platform, but with on Amazon, it's even better because as you get more advertising sales, your organic rank increases. As your organic rank increases, you make more sales organically and through advertising. And it just keeps pushing the flywheel up. And then once you get up to the top on page one, that's when sales just really start to take off. So do you find that people generally, like I'm thinking of like branded keywords on Google. Um, and we recommend that everybody runs branded keywords on Google, of course. Um, but do you find on Amazon that people are skipping those branded keywords and actually clicking on the actual product itself without having to pay or, or like, like where, where is that mix? You mean like if they're, they search for something, there's ads on top and then do they go down to the organic section? Yeah, exactly. Like, are you having to like, so once you start ranking, are you stopping advertising? Oh no, not at all. So I never stop. And especially now I, we're recording this in April of 2021. Amazon is changing so much right now. There are some categories that the top eight results are now sponsored. It used to be one and then it was two and three. Most categories are top four and some of the most competitive categories are the top eight. And then after that top, top eight, eight, there will be like three organic. And then they'll have this little editorials choice area. And then it will be like a video ad. And so like, if you're not top three organic, you're pretty much not on page one anymore. And if you're not advertising, you're definitely not on page one anymore. So even when you push your organic rank up, you still need to push your Amazon PPC as well. And we actually track that for customers, our clients, and we track it inside our business is what are your ad sales to all orders? And it's amazing. We were at like 35%, which means, you know, 65% was organic, 35% was advertising. Yeah. That number's just slowly increasing. We're at like 47% now. And so that can be one of two things. Amazon's come, becoming more pay to play or that our organic ranking is slipping. And so what we're doing this quarter, it's, it's probably a combination of both, but we're working on our organic ranking this quarter to get that pushed up to maybe help with that number. And if it doesn't help with that number, we just know that Amazon's more pay to play now. Interesting. Can you tell me a little bit more uh, about the charity that you started? To me, that's super, super interesting and what that mission work all looks like. Yeah, so when I was back in optometry school, my wife and I went on a mission to Ecuador. First time out of the country, uh, we did, you know, first time out of the country, I go to Ecuador, don't speak the language, and we go to the slums of Ecuador. And it really just kind of put everything into perspective that we have going on here in the US. We are lucky. We have a lot here in the US and very abundant nation. We have access to everything. But when you get out to the slums of Ecuador, these people are happy. They don't really have much, but we are giving them glasses and everything. So my wife and I started a charity where we give back to these exams. So we go about two to three times a year on these mission trips. Not right now, of course, but two to three times a year, we go on these mission trips and we'll go into a country. We'll set up clinic for about a week. We give glasses, sunglasses, hats, and then um, we kind of leave. Our end goal in life is to create more sustainability around that instead of that MASH style clinic where we just go in, set up, leave. We want to create sustainability around it where there's a main hub and we train people to go out to their communities, fit them with glasses, and then if they can't fit them, they bring them back in because there are 1 billion people with a B that are blind just due to lack of glasses. That's it. And wow. it's even as simple as just reading glasses. So I put a pair of reading glasses that you and I can buy at the store for 50 cents. You put them on, these people that thought they were blind, 
and they just, they cry, they hug you and they're ecstatic because they can go back to work. They can read again. They can read their Bible and it's just, it's life altering and it stimulates economies. And so we want to create more sustainability with that in the Caribbean. That's where we do most of our work. And that's what we started the charity for. We thought we were going to get to the point where we are now in our sixties and we were able to do it around our mid thirties due to wow. e-commerce and due to our online business. So it's exciting. And as a part of working for us in either my agency or in I Love My Brand, you actually get to go on a mission trip, one mission trip with us a year, and we cover it for you and pay for it. I love that. That is so inspiring. I am going to think about how I can work that into to our businesses. <laughs> come come I with us. Love we don't need to be optometrists. Come on over. <laughs> yeah, that's that's great. Well, I'll talk to you offline about uh, one of our one of our mission focused businesses too. That cool. there could be some some cool stuff there. Super cool. I got to ask you the question I ask everybody who comes on this podcast: What is your secret to scaling? The secret to scaling is focus. It's 20 percent mm. of what you're doing produces eighty percent of your results. Pareto's principle, and it's the same no matter what. Twenty percent of your products in your Shopify store or your Amazon store are producing eighty percent of your revenue. Double down on those twenty percent. Twenty percent of the search terms in Google and in Amazon are producing eighty percent of your results. Double down on those search terms. Eighty twenty and focus is so key. And you're doing so many things on a daily basis that. Sorry, my phone's going off because I said Google. You're doing so many things on a daily basis that don't drive your business forward and focus on the 20% that does. So an example of an 80-20 for me, for my agency is being on your podcast, Jordan. It's getting in front of other people's audiences because if one person comes out of this podcast and either hires us, takes my free course, takes my paid course, then that means that this podcast is worth it. I did my job as a CEO. My job is to get on stages, to get in front of other people's audiences, to bring them into my ecosphere or bring them into my my circle. And so what is your 80-20 that if you focus on it in your business, it would drive your business forward? I remember learning that that principle multiple times, right? First through 80-20, then I feel like every book that I read on this subject, I'm just it just more and more instills like stick to the, to that, find out what that 20% is like that leverage, right. That you can, that you can do. And I mean, Travis and I have both figured out that this is in this day and age, this is the best way getting on stages is the best way to help people in general, right? If somebody can get inspired with their store that's struggling and even just move over to Amazon, like you've done your job. Right. Mm-hmm. And then maybe they'll want to take your course. Uh, yep. Speaking of, um, I, I, I am going to have three more questions after, but before that, I'd love to hear what is the, the free version of your course? Yeah. So the, the agency is profitable pineapple ads, like I said earlier, profitablepineapple.com. We have a free course, a paid course, and then we have our agency. The free course is actually our exact system from 2019. The reason it's free is because it takes more time. So you're going to, you're going to trade time for dollars. It's yeah. a free course. You'll learn exactly how we did it back in 2019. You don't have to really buy any software and it's very inexpensive, but you're going to trade time for it. And so the paid course, you're going to have to pay me money to take it. And it's our exact SOP that we do now. And so we use software. So you're going to have to invest in software because it's going to automate a lot of your processes. Yeah. You're trading money for time. And so we usually recommend if you're doing that, if you're doing around 25,000 a month or more to do the paid course. If you're doing under 25,000 a month, then you want to do the free course. If you're doing over 50,000, then you want to completely delegate it off your plate. That's what yeah. the agency's for. And so that's kind of the three tiers, but our paid course you could give it to a VA or an employee, and we're going to train them exactly how we do things in the agency. And we have a mastermind around it as well that we meet every two weeks to answer any questions. And we have, a, of course, a Facebook group where you can put questions in there as well. And so we've just kind of, we're just selling our SOP essentially. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Which is, I mean, for anybody who's scaled businesses and owns, people ask me all the time, like, how do you own multiple businesses and run them? I'm like, it's not hard. You'll hire incredible people and you have SOPs for everything. So it's just like people can follow them. Right. And yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, to me that, that sounds incredibly valuable for anybody. Uh, And I like that you've got the different, the different tiers as well of where it makes sense where it makes sense to hire an agency like yours. That's great. I mean, we're going to do our lightning round right now. Sorry, I'm kind of stumbling over my words today, people, but stick around. We've got, we've got some good questions here. Travis, what are, is your favorite tool or app that you're using right now? My favorite tool or app. There's so many, isn't there? You know, I always go back to Trello. Trello is like a lifesaver for me because it's, it's how we organize everything. It's how we delegate everything. It's how we project manage everything. And we have SOPs in there. And whenever we launch a product, we just copy that board and it's all there. It's pretty easy. Awesome. Awesome. That's great. We're Monday people. Personally, Uh, for some reason, I can't get the Kanban style. I just, my mind doesn't work that way. I like lines. (laughs) I think it's whatever you're used to. And then you just got to get your team to adapt it. Totally. Totally. I mean, that's really the big thing, right? Is selling it to your team and being like, this is what we're going to use to really, instead of having to hire 50 more people, we're going to use this to streamline. Favorite podcast or audio book that you're listening to right now? Um, I'm listening to Ray Dalio's Principles right now, which is an extremely good audiobook. And I'm also listening to What to Expect When You're Expecting in the First Year because we just had a baby. Um, oh, <laughs> that's that's great. Exciting. My favorite audiobook by far and, and book for that matter is Profit First by Michael Michalowicz. Michael Michalowicz is hilarious, number one. And so when you listen to his audiobook, it's it brings in his humor. But if you haven't read Profit First as a business owner, it will change the trajectory of your business. And we went from a 2% profit I would say margin. life. I would say the, the yeah. trajectory yeah. of your life and and the people around you. Like Yeah, we, yeah. we went from 2% profit margin to 15% after reading that. Incredible. I had Mike on the podcast and uh, and- what an incredible human being who has literally touched hundreds of thousands of lives with Profit First. It's phenomenal. I mean, people who listen to this podcast have heard me talk about Profit First for a long time because it is that life-changing. When you, I remember my one of my business partners actually in our agency told me about Profit First. He explained it to me and, and I was like, what a stupid idea. You're just tricking yourself. It's just a brain trick. You're just like, you have all these accounts. Like, and then, and then I, I read through the book and I was like, okay, I think I get what he's saying. And the small, the small plates idea is really the one that stuck with me, right? Is that whatever is on your plate, you're going to finish. Yep. And so when you have it all in one giant account, you're going to just use up all of that money. But when you separate it into smaller plates, you then only eat what's on your plate. And I'll add one more thing to the Profit First book is if you're an e-commerce owner, make one more account for inventory. Mm-hmm. It yeah. take the stress out of inventory completely. Yeah, totally. Uh, depending on how you're managing your cash flow for sure. Yeah, we've done that as well with all of our businesses. One more question for you, Travis. If you could sit down with anybody for an hour, have some coffee, tea, beer, wine, who would it be? They have to be alive. Yeah, they have to be alive. You know, I am f- forever fascinated with Elon Musk. I mean, that's probably your most common answer. But either him or Jeff Bezos, I, I'm going to choose Elon just because I have a Tesla and I have to choose him, even though yes. Bezos, Amazon <laughs> has changed my life. So it kind of goes between those two, but I feel like Elon's a little bit more interesting and he'd be more fun to talk to just because he doesn't seem as rigid and he seems more like carefree and lo- like fun, even though he's probably not behind the scenes, but that would be probably my answer. 
I think he'd be more fun too. Anyone who smokes weed on Joe Rogan, I'm sure he's he's got to be like, you know, at least a little bit loose. Unless that was like, that's his big PR play. And it could be, I don't know. <laughs> he's, he's good at that. Kind of like the shatter resistant window. That was the best PR in the world. <laughs> What's that? When they rolled out the cyber truck, it was supposed to have bulletproof glass that you couldn't shatter. And he threw a lead ball at it and it shattered. And so then everybody was talking about, oh, it shattered and... It was great. It was great PR. <laughs> yeah, totally. Totally. It's the way to get everybody talking about that, that product. <laughs> Amazon does uh, that well too, is they come out with their problem around Amazon and it blows up like Amazon's doing this. It's big problematic. And then they come out with a fix the next day. So they, they blow up the problem and then they fix it the next day. Interesting. Interesting. I am not in that PR world at all, but that kind of stuff. Yeah, definitely interests me. Travis, where can people connect with you? And then can you t uh, talk to me about the URL to get the free course as well? Yeah. That, so that's the easiest place to connect with me too. Profitable Pineapple, profitablepineapple.com. There's the free course, the paid course, and the agency. You just have to put your email address in to get the, the free course. And then you can find us on Facebook. Our group is called Amazon PPC Pros. And you can just go to type in Amazon PPC and it should pop up. Awesome. We come out with videos every Monday. We also have a YouTube channel called PPC Pros by Profitable Pineapple. And so, yeah, Profitable Pineapple. And you can find me on Facebook, shoot me a message. And yeah, I'll answer you. Awesome. I will not forget Profitable Pineapple. I kind of regret any of my name choices up until now. So <laughs> that was the goal. You wouldn't forget it. And you get to make fun thumbnails for your YouTube channel because everybody's got the goofy face and, and I get to oh, yeah. play with pineapples. <laughs> That's great. Travis, thanks so much for your time today. Jordan, thanks for having me on. Hey guys, we hope you really enjoyed today's episode. Can we ask you a favor? Hit subscribe so that you never miss an episode and share this with your e-commerce store owner friends. We also love reviews. So if you could leave us one on Apple Podcasts, that would mean so much to us. Just a reminder from the beginning of the episode, our team at Mindful Marketing is rapidly growing and we have room for one new brand a month that's looking to grow. Now, before you apply, please note that we're only looking for businesses that are ready to scale and have the capacity and the inventory for a large influx of orders. This opportunity is only available to brands that have had at least one year of sales history and are ready for explosive growth. If this sounds like you, go to mindfulmarketing.co slash apply and start the process today. I hope you guys have a great week.